Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Sam Dowler, you've got a lot of nerve showing up here after all these years. <laughs> Honestly, I had so many flashbacks to real life. <laughs> well, that's what your cousins are like. Oh, well, yeah, well, actually, I'm from, well, I have lots of family down in Cornwall, and every time I go down there, they're like, oh, <laughs> well, they, don't, they don't speak in a southern Here accent. Here she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like oh, you, you bothered to come down this year and see us, did you? Think you're all that, Mr. London Town? You can't win, can you? Like, when I say... We go back to Huddersfield, where I'm from. Sometimes you say to friends, like, oh, what, was, what were we up to this week? Like, oh, nothing much. Just, you know, went, went out for dinner with friends. Oh, dinner with friends. Oh, <laughs> you know, well, you, you can have dinner in Huddersfield, you know. It's not just because it's London. I'm not, like, well, flouncing who do, around. You, who do you think you are, like, splashing your face around the place? We all know what you've been doing. That's there was only like. McDonald's. It wasn't like the Ritz. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I, I thought we might start a thing where we rate each episode out of ten at the beginning. Do you like that oh, okay. idea? Yeah, I love it. I should probably ask you off air about ideas. <laughs> it backs you into a corner a bit. Veto, I hate it. No, it's a shit idea. No, I'll say I like it and then text you uh, as I'm talking saying it's shit. Just get uh, Moon to edit it out. That's what I usually do. Uh, so if we had to rate this episode out of 10, what would you give it? Oh, you know, it's quite difficult because what's the scale? Is the scale of 1 to 10 of episodes in this series, 1 to 10 of all, all stars is, or 1 to 10 of all drag race? You're making me regret this segment now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can I just make it 10 times more complicated for you? <laughs> I'd say, should we rate it... So, like, 10 out of 10 would be the, one of the greatest episodes of all time. So, f- 5 is, like, a solid good episode. Yeah. All right, I'll give it... 5. I think I'd give it a six, so I'm a little bit more generous than you. Um, <laughs> well, I don't like giving out points. <laughs> you give out everything else. I just give out STIs. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> They're definitely going to want you on the judges panel. <laughs> <laughs> They'd soon regret it. Um, so we kick off this episode with India's gone, but her legacy she leaves behind is... Um, not great challenges, but turning the other queens against Alexis for no good reason. So she has that. Thank you, India. Thank you, <laughs> India. I think um, she has, I think more than any other Drag Race episode, um, like the ghost of India hangs around for the entire episode. Like, like you've got her note on the glass and then you've got, uh, and then they're just talking about her and then later on they, they get notes and it just carries on, doesn't it? She's in this episode more than any of the rest of the season, even though she's actually no longer in the competition. <laughs> I know. It's like her, her spectre lives on. I'm like that, though. I always leave a bit of lingering presence after I've left somewhere. It's usually <laughs> gas, but, you know, I, I like... It's usually an ungodly stench, but never mind. <laughs> ungodly, I love that. <laughs> I like people to think of me, even if it's negative. Um, so because of the India situation, Alexis is saying she's embarrassed, she's crying, she said it hurts me because India was my friend. Um, mm. So do you, do you think that Alexis is kind of hamming this up now? It's crocodile tears, what I think. <laughs> Basically. Is that Jimmy Nail? That's Jimmy. That's uh, Crocodile Tears, sung to the tune of uh, Crocodile Shoes by Jimmy Nail. Um, I think <laughs> they are. I think it's all a bit. That of was a, a little piece I did once. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, one of my best. I just think it's it just smacks of because I don't are there real tears? I didn't see any real tears. Well, India's been giving a lot of interviews since she was eliminated and she says, because a lot of people have asked her about her friendship with Alexis because they were on the same season, season three. And she says they've actually only seen each other a handful of times since they filmed that, which was years ago. So they're not actually very good friends. So the whole Alexis pretending she's really betrayed, I think maybe she's hamming it up. But I do think that India screwed her over, so she might as well try and turn it into turn it around. I, I, how did she screw her over when, when Alexis is the one that stayed in the show and, and potentially was the one that was lying? Well, I think, as far as I'm concerned, it's now confirmed that India was lying. Because India's been giving a lot of episode, uh, interviews, as I said, since she left. Oh. And people have asked her about it. And she's basically confirmed, Alexis asked her after the vote, did you vote for Shay? But I do not see that as a campaign at all, because the vote's already happened. So if you ask someone oh. after they voted, how did you vote? I mean, it's done. It's a done deal. So that's not a campaign. That's just nosiness. Yeah. So I think it's a crock of shit, India. 
And do you know, <laughs> and like we were, like we were saying um, last week, it is the way you word it. They can both be right. So she can say, "You asked, you asked me if I'd voted for Shay." Yeah, yes, she did. But it was after the actual vote, so it doesn't really count. But I think if she told it that that version of events to Shay, Shay wouldn't have been that offended by it. So I think she's been very manipulative. Yeah, she wanted to stay in, and that was. And she'd been in the last. She'd been in the bottom four. She'd been the bottom two, two for the last four weeks. So you know, it was time for dirty dealings, and I, I'm here for it. Well, fair play. I tip my hat to it, but I, I don't actually have a hat right now. But if I did, I would. <laughs> but I mean, India, you're flogging a dead horse. You you were not gonna. It was just prolonging the inevitable. It's not. Alexis yeah. could have won this competition. So yeah. you've te- you've thrown someone under the bus who could have won just to last yourself another pitiful week, so you could show <laughs> off a horrible outfit that we would rather have not seen. That fucking Whoa. black prom <laughs> outfit. Did did we really need to see that? I think it's actually tarnished your legacy rather than added to it. <laughs> I thought it was quite a nice outfit. Sorry, I'm very bitter boots this week because I really did want Alexis to win and I really don't... I didn't mind India trying to save herself, but I just think you've completely fucked someone who had a chance of winning the crown. And oh, I wait, so loved... you think you think that it just cast this grey cloud over Alexis, which basically got her thrown out this week? She planted a seed and that seed has grown into a fucking hideous tree. A tree of doom. Blossomed into a forest of filth. <laughs> A big bastardly bush has grown yeah. from this fucking seed. <laughs> oh god! Seed. I am um, well. <laughs> do you know what? I didn't. I well, I didn't think Alexis could win, so I, I feel much less strongly about it than you. I, have to say. I agree, she couldn't have won, but I would have liked to see her get to the final and really lose out in the end if she was going to, like she did in season three, to Raja, who was a stronger competitor, mm. but still get as far as she was meant to go. Well, I'm afraid we're gonna have to agree to disagree because I think this week is as far as she was meant to go. Well, it's good that we are doing this over Zoom because if we were in person, I'm afraid I might have to take my earrings out and, I don't know, drag is not a contact spot, but maybe I would have to slap you, Sam. (laughs) Scratch my eyes out. (laughs) I think if we had a fight, you would win. You you have quite big muscles. I'm not talking about... (laughs) I don't know about that, babes, but, um, yeah, feel free to tell tell the listeners about them. I think we both probably would go quite dirty. I, I'm someone who would resort to scratching and kind of... Oh, you'll be scratching and biting. I'd yeah. Crush, I'd and crush that's just your the balls with one of my man hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's best we just stay friends. <laughs> yeah, um, I think so. Speaking of which, Alexis says um, it's reminding her the atmosphere in the workroom of like when no one would play with you in the playground. Is, is that mm. something you experienced, Sam? Um, no, it isn't actually. I I didn't. I was never really bullied at school. I was. Um, yeah, Why not? Popu- well, I was with the popular gang. I enjoyed. I really enjoyed school. And like, <laughs> fair enough. The one thing that they did do was because like, we did sometimes play sports at lunchtime. Um, and I used to get picked, but I think I got picked more for comedy value. They used to do a thing called a Malco test on me, as in they would throw a ball at me and see how malcoordinated I was, and then, <laughs> and then laugh at the results. Maybe I was bullied. <laughs> you were so stupid, you didn't even notice you were being bullied. <laughs> like, oh, mum, oh. my friends, they're amazing. They take my lunch money and everything. Honestly, <laughs> it's, such a it's, a fri- it's a friendly punch in the face. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm sure you were very popular. Um, I was popular, didn't we? I, I, I was popular. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, I, I was actually quite good at sports at school. I don't know if anyone would believe that. I really hated it, but I was quite good at it. So it was just like a reluctant... What like, though? What ones did you... Cause I, I, I was, was very quite... good at rugby, because I'm quite um, good at, like, taking things from people. <laughs> That's why my shoplifting career has been so successful. But you know, like, when they've got the ball and you want it, mm, I yeah. find it quite easy to go and just take it yeah. off them. And um, you're always good at taking... Oh, you're always good at taking it, I think. And, um, <laughs> and, and also rolling around in the mud. That's something, that's, <laughs> that's something that you would like, like to do. Have you been reading my grinder bio again? <laughs> Pig and shit, that's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> that's my username, yes. Um... <laughs> So Juju, like you, thinks it's smart that India has kept us all talking about her. Do you think she did this intentionally to kind of be memorable on the show? Or do oh, you think yeah, she was big just... time. And I think, but also I think um, the, as we've said before, the producers will have encouraged it because, I mean, otherwise, after everybody gets gotten rid of, they would, they would all leave notes to everybody so that they could be still talked about. But this is, this is to do with the storyline. So they've, um, so the producers have obviously said to yeah keep it running keep run with it oh the producers probably wrote the notes 
Yeah, themselves. exactly. India didn't write um, any of this. But once again, once again, classic GGB when she pretends to read out the message. <laughs> <laughs> and Hank oh, says, you a are point. a bitch. Um, before we get to that bit Rue reveals that he's bringing his sisters I didn't even know he had sisters from the Louisiana roots into Drag Race his sisters slash grandmas (laughs) well they haven't had all the Botox he's had (laughs) Um, he's bringing them to the show for the first time to do a backyard ball and they have to do two looks looks um, one is like a cousin with a comedic backstory and the mm. other is high fashion made from materials that you would find in a backyard. I mean, some of us don't have backyards, so I would be naked on the runway. I know, and, so. I, and I could, you know, who has a, uh, who has picnic blankets in a backyard that doesn't exist, eh? <laughs> How do you think you were doing a design challenge, Sam? Well, I did do RA level, but I'm not, I, I, I sort of know how to sew, but I, you know... I'd I'd want to go on like a little mini course before I went on Drag Race, I would think. <laughs> I know how to sew with your hand, but they, they don't ever do that, do they? Because it takes too long. No, it takes, so... well, you mean like darn, like it's the 1700s, Ed. That's going to get you nowhere on Drag Race. <laughs> well, but when we did it in school, because we learned how to sew in school, but they never showed us a ma- Maybe we did use a machine. I, I did use disguise. No, the, well, they would have showed, but they would have showed you how to do like basically fix holes and stuff like home ec sort of thing. Oh, I had Where way was... too many holes to be fixed, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the rugby was for. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think that they, uh, yeah, they, or I think you'd have used machines unless you were actually doing, you know, haberdashery. Oh, yeah. In my school, we use needles for very different things. Mostly recreational. <laughs> <laughs> mostly, for, mostly for that use that bag of brown. Bag of brown. <laughs> She's on season three of UK Drag Race. Bag of brown. Um, <laughs> Uh, Cracker reveals she's been making outfits out of garbage since childhood, and and, and many the ones of them today remain as well. garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Moon. Excellent. <laughs> and um, Juju reveals that she hates this challenge and is pooping herself. Um, do you, that's a little pet hate I have about Americans. I don't like that they say poop. Would, would rather they say shitting themselves? In, we say poo, don't we? We don't say yeah, poop. But I would. I wouldn't necessarily say, "Oh, I'm pooing myself." Oh, I'm pooing myself about that. It just sounds a bit posh, doesn't it? You'd say, "Oh, you're shitting yourself." But if you wanted to say it and not swear, well, I think in my family we would say cacking yourself. But is that is that just a Yorkshire thing? I think cacking. it is. Yeah, but I agree with you. I think because, for example, the emoji they call it a poop emoji, and we call it a poo emoji. I just think poop sounds really childish. Although I suppose it is a, quite a childish word. It's just a little pet hate I have, and we originated the language. We originated the language, so I think we should follow what we say. We originated the language, so the least they could do is use it properly, Z. <laughs> we speak proper, so they should follow on from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Shea Coulee is helping everyone in the workroom. Uh, so That's if you so were in nice. a competitive environment, Sam, would you help other people or would you let yes. them drown? No, I would absolutely help. Because like he says, um, she asks, and like, you know what, that was quite funny was that um, Gigi B asked for help, but she just gave her, like, moral support. <laughs> she didn't actually help her. She, she just was, said... <laughs> she was like, you know, you, you really, what you need to do into, into this challenge is to put all of the energy and everything that you normally do and put it into this. Okay, so bye. <laughs> How does that help you with the sewing? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was quite smug. It's like, you're doing well, Shay, but you're not RuPaul yet. I it thought was like, yeah, it was smug. I thought she was going to tell Juju to lip sync for her life before she helped her <laughs> or something. <laughs> she basically wafted to her table and, you know, said a few bon mots and then pissed off again. It's a bit like that story about when RuPaul said, I've mentioned it before, but when he saw that man drowning and then said, oh, I'll just pray for them. <laughs> I'll just give... What? Have you, have you not heard that story? <laughs> no. Once in an interview, RuPaul said he was in an apartment looking out the window and he was looking out to some water and he saw a man drowning and he decided instead of going to help him what he would do is pray for him and to this day people bring it up a lot online and I think it's possible RuPaul was making a very deadpan joke but he's never explained it since so a lot of people (laughs) think that possibly um, RuPaul who was the person that got who was the celebrity that got done for said in their autobiography that they might have pushed somebody in the river in um, Amsterdam and killed them Oh my God, this rings a bell. Oh yeah, I remember it's CJ, the guy from um, Eggheads. Oh my God, yes. (gasps) That did come out, didn't it? They can start their own murder club. (laughs) Celebrity murder club. (laughs) Each week. (laughs) OJ Simpson is the host. <laughs> I think in that in that situation, but that's just, I'm sorry, but like that's typical Americans. Pray for them, you know. That's like love, and my all my thoughts and prayers are with you. So like, they do no one no good. So 
Pathetic. No, not when you're drowning, not really. And also, you could have called, called, did you not call the police though and then, and then pray? I think his phone wasn't charged. So, in fairness, <laughs> everything was going against. It's better just to pray, because that's it's always a, a better straight just to pray line. than just walk into the other room and put the phone on charge. Well, you know older people are not great with phones. <laughs> and by the time you've got an iPhone charged 5%, the person's long gone. So, I, I see both sides of this story, to be honest. Yeah, I, yeah. What, <laughs> what, from, what from beneath the waves and also from um, his ivory castle. We shouldn't really be talking so much about drowning. It's quite topical this week. But that's um, not an area we should go into. Um, so, we'll, let's... Wait, who's drowned this week? Um, Nea Riviera. Oh, shit, yeah. But they said they'd never find that body, didn't they? They said they might never find it because that lake is so big and also it leads into other lakes. So there's yeah. a way that you can be swept into, like, another reservoir. It's fucking oh crazy, God. that story. It is, yeah. Well, crazy. Almost as shocking as India's letters. Oh, India's letters. So you, why do you think Alexis... She got a letter, but she didn't want to read it. Do you think it was like, I'm not even going to give India the chance to get her moment again? Well, I think... Yeah, there's that, but also Alexis is thinking that it's going to say, I can't fucking believe you. You just lied on national television and da 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 da. So she doesn't really want to read that out, which is fair enough. It's going to be filled with, what's it called, anthrax or something. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> <laughs> anthrax. I just love the letter. They're all, it's like they're from the grave, though, from beyond the grave. Oh, I've got a letter. And she just, she and Blair's like, and a, and a gift too. Some shitty they... straw hat. They were written in blood, to be fair, so it did give me quite a... <laughs> they were written in feces. <laughs> in poop, as the Americans would say. <laughs> you pooped all over my letters. <laughs> so, I love... One of my favourite bits this episode is Juju, how nosy she is. She cannot bear the letter to be unread, which I oh, feel yeah, like she... I would be like that as well. Oh she's my God, totally. She like, literally like, flits about, pretending that, she's just, pretending that her eyes aren't fixated on it. Like, especially things, she doesn't care that she didn't get one. She just wants to read what's in that. I have, I have to admit, in one of the only ways that I am a good person is I do respect people's privacy. I really don't like people reading stuff that they're not meant to read because my dad read my diary when I was a teenager. Oh, my God. And it was very upsetting because not only did he read it and break my trust, he also then basically gave it a review and said it was very boring. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> I mean... And my life wasn't very scandalous at the time. And I must admit, I did fear someone would read it. So I used to lie to it a lot. So I had all this yeah. stuff about my crushes on girls. It was basically a work of fiction. Oh, so uh, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't your five-cock fantasy at the rugby club. <laughs> oh, well, that was me. Oh, I love a good scrum. Um, <laughs> but then we get to the bit you mentioned where Juju, she does a fake out where she pretends that she, India's calling her a big bitch and stuff and saying she's potato salad with raisins that no one wants. <laughs> Which, by the way, I like potato salad. Is it just me? Um, yeah, but do you like potato salad with raisins in it? Yeah, I do. And I love coronation chicken. I know that's something else, was, but... Do you know, I was just going to say coronation chicken. I love coronation chicken, but I usually take the raisins out. I think that people often talk about coronation chicken like it's quite a common, like joke food and I just think it's a classic I think it's joke food it's lovely I love a coronation chicken sandwich oh we're finally back on track Sam after that explosive row at the top of the episode (laughs) I've missed you so much Um, (laughs) let's never fight again (laughs) but also I think with coronation chicken I think it might be chopped up dried apricots as opposed to always raisins Oh, yes, good call. I don't know if you know this, listeners, but Sam is a very good cook. I mean, you know he's been on Come Down <laughs> with me. But he's actually, he's, this is verified. I thought you were going to say that I was, a, I was around for the coronation, so I should know. <laughs> I thought I was going to say, Sam actually identifies as a raisin, so a little bit of trivia for you now. Because he is all shriveled up. Um, <laughs> I'm an apricot. <laughs> a gapricot. Um, so the letter actually... <laughs> a gaping cock. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> The letter actually says, I still love you, open your heart. So what do you think this means? She's channeling Madonna. That's why she said open your heart, because that was the, um, that was the song. Is it, she must have just had it stuck in her head after the lip sync and she just wrote it down, because it doesn't actually really fit in with... Well, if, I guess if, open your heart, tell the truth, I guess, maybe. Or open your heart to me, forgive me. As, in, as in forgive me, because I, I know that I've tried to do you in. I suppose writing Come On Vogue wouldn't have made even less sense. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or this used to be this used to be my playground, <laughs> but then got, then I got chucked out. That is a a lost gem of Madonna's. This used to be my playground. I bet not many people remember that one. Oh, well, um, it's from it's from um, it's from a film, isn't it? It's from the one. Is it Sean? No, it is Tom Hanks. It's um, Gina Davis. Um, oh, fuck what is it? State of fe- Mind. No, no, they're they're female um, baseball players. I'd love that film. 
Oh, League of Their Own. There you go. Oh, is it from? Oh, yeah, it's from that. I get it mixed up sometimes with I'll Remember, which was another soundtrack song she that did at the same from, time. That was from the film good. With Honours, but she wasn't in Yes, that. that was what I was trying to think of, With Honours. Because we never even... Because we never... <laughs> I know, that's my trivia. But um, oh, I remember that think... you can fill in my gaps of Madonna trivia. There aren't many <laughs> gaps, but what there are, because you actually were there for it, that's no shame, but you do remember it a bit more. Always. I've learned I... all this stuff in the history books. I don't want... I don't want... I don't need to be too gagged, but... Um... I went on Top of the Pops when she performed I Remember, the theme from the <gasps> and I was Sam, and I was how have you never the, told me that? I was standing at the front and she touched my hand and I was um, and I was like dancing and swaying. You can see me on TV and everything, but I've tried to find the clip online, but you, I can't find it. Oh, you bitch, why didn't you tell me that? I would have licked your hand. <laughs> Although I will need my injections afterwards. <laughs> oh, that is actually, amazing. actually, it was my bum hole that, t- that she touched, so just <laughs> Actually, Sam, do you, do you, um, you should series link Top of the Pops too, because you know they repeat a lot of the old episodes, so you might just find it one day. I have, I have got it on series link, but I think, they were, I think they're just... That would have been 97, I think. But at least Jimmy Savile wasn't doing it anymore, so they can still play them. <laughs> and he would have touched your bum hole. Um, <laughs> oh, no, because you would have been overage, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, I was 18. He wouldn't be... He wouldn't, didn't want a bar of me. <laughs> 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 Uh, so Alexis says, you don't love me, bitch, about India's letter. So it seems like they're not going to make up. So this feud's going to go on. So I'll look forward to that. Yep, I'm looking forward to that as well. I hope there's a reunion one day. I think that Alexis should pick up India, like, you know, old school style and like chuck her somewhere. Yeah, this is why Derek doesn't like you. And this is why Mimi threw you. Chuck! And throws her in, throws her in, the, in the lake that RuPaul's friend died in. <laughs> and then prays for her. <laughs> Rue's doing a walkthrough and says to Alexis, she had a weird look on her face when Vanjie came out. Vanjie is obviously Alexis's drag daughter. Mm. And Alexis says it's just because she didn't want to get sent home in front of her. But actually, they have had a bit of a feudy relationship, those two. Mm. Sent home so, in front of her or sent home by her. I mean, that yeah. would have been tough. I think Rue was trying to coax out a bit of drama from that. Um, of course she Alexis was. wasn't playing. Rue, this episode, I mean, I know we're going to talk about Canada Drag Race, but like... Just goes to show why it's RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, I mean, there was no mini challenge. Like, a lot of it was set in the workroom with Ru asking particular questions and making everybody cry, including himself. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people have criticised the interaction that happened between Ru and Shea Coulee. And I just want to say, I think, I don't know this for a fact, but I think what happens on, the, on All Stars and Drag Race is a lot of the times producers are talking to the contestants quite regularly and I think someone will have said to Shay before is this something you're comfortable talking about I don't think Rue is just wandering up to in the workroom and bringing it out of nowhere so I think the queens have a bit more of a control over green lighting whether this stuff gets talked about I don't think Rue oh is yeah actually... of course no I mean he 100% would have agreed to have talked about it um, yeah because it's you know, I don't it's think a, big, a lot of viewers big... get that though but it's a massive deal obviously that happened to her and it was all during a drag race time like they're tied in with each other so i think it made a really good story and of course like it would have been a much longer edit but they would have just cut it down so it just you know they have to jump into these things they can't like have like you know what do they want like six hours of you know pre- preamble and then come to the good stuff you want to see that well, it's boring it's quite hard to go from tongue popping and death dropping to so you lost your dad but like yeah, they, they have all, to try but they always do that all they do is just pipe up a bit of sad music in the background and you can tell all about your woes well I have to admit this did actually make me cry and we always criticise the sob stories but Shay spoke about this in such a heartfelt way and mm. she really ex- like opened and it's heart. really brutal and it's really brutal to be fair it is and she said my dad is half of who I am and I know he's proud it really got me sobbing did you cry mm. about that Sam? no <laughs> Well, no, because you're a heartless bitch. But, I mean, if you could cry, would I've you? Got, I've got a stone where my heart used to be and my, and my, uh, and my tear ducts have healed up. But um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure somewhere in my being there was a little flutter of feeling. No, I thought, was, I thought it was, yeah, it was, came out my anus. No, I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was really sweet. I actually did cry at um, Mayhem's story about... Um, getting stripped Drink driving. and all that kind of yeah that was I mean that was that was really sad and I can this I mean obviously and like this this is a really sad story too but I just I think well I'm sorry maybe I just wasn't in the mood I didn't cry okay <laughs> do you want me to cry now? 
If you could, we'll wait. <laughs> um, and Shay has spoke about this before. I mean, I actually thought it was more inappropriate on the season nine finale when Rue mentioned it before Shay lip synced for the crown. It was like just yeah. before you're about to perform. I thought it was a bit sad. But again, I'm sure she greenlit it. But the reason a lot of the criticism came in this episode is not the fact Rue asked about it. It was the fact that Shay gave quite a long monologue about her feelings and cried. And then at the end of it, RuPaul was like, okay, bye, and then walked off. <laughs> but Shay, because of the criticism, has tweeted since and said that actually in the room, Rue did comfort her when she was crying mm. and they just had to, like you said, edit that out because it was quite long. So I think Shay is playing a very clever game because she's even tweeting in defence of Rue. So I Ooh. think she's like, she wants that fucking crown and I don't blame she her. Fuck it, she fucking does want it, I swear to God. She's but, literally pouring it, pouring every sub story she's got into it. Yeah, and then we get... Um, Rue goes to Juju and then he shows more emotion here because even family members dying won't do it but talking about giving up beer and Rue is in floods of tears. <laughs> so Ju- Juju's talking about making friends at her AA meetings and how she broke up with her fiancé and stopped using drugs and drinking. Mm. Did this get you going? I mean, in terms of tears, not like... It got me going, it got me going to the fridge for a glass of wine, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> Inspiring me to drink more. More for me. <laughs> You don't, you don't want it, I'll have yours. I just think, yeah, of course, it, like, it's really important. I didn't know that um, Rue was AA. Well, Rue used to take a lot of drugs in the 80s. It was mainly acid was her drug. What? And then acid and weed. And she was a acid, real... Acid, that's, they're both like psychotropics. Yeah, so she was really big on it. And then when she stopped, I think she stopped since, basically since she's been famous, I don't think she's really mm. touched drink or drugs um, mm. or anything like that. Um, so, but she, yeah, she's always been quite reluctant to talk about it. I think now she's getting older in her career, she's more mm. comfortable referencing it. But I think in the early days of Drag Race, she was a bit worried that she didn't want to be painted as like some former drug addict. Well, some for, the thing is, like now, now having those stories just adds to your um, character, it adds to your history. And so, therefore, that's why I think it's fine to talk about it now. And like everybody, I mean, like because it's so good, there's you know so much talk about mental health, etc. Like, you know, people are much more open about it as they should be. So I think, you know, he's just following suit. And Gigi was so Gigi was so cute and sweet and it obviously means a lot to her. So um I think it was a nice little crying. I was I was there for it. Yeah, and Rue was I wouldn't be here today without those friends. I thought that's, that's that's friends. <laughs> she sounded a bit constipated. Um, but I actually thought Juju was talking about drugs when she was talking about the potato salad because she said I my potatoes with raisins and MSG, and I thought MSG was the. I was no, thinking it's, of no, it's it's monotonic glutamate. Is it GHB? Yes. So I was like, <laughs> is she putting like a gay party drug in her potato salad whilst she's, talking she's, about AA? She's putting a rape like, drug in. I thought in, you were sober, but I, I looked it up online, and MS. Do you know what MSG is? Monotonic glutamate. Which is something you put to give it a it, cheesy flavour? No, it's basically, um, it is sort of an umami flavour. It's, um, it is... Unami? Umami. Is that the thing of friends? <laughs> umami. <laughs> no. Unagi. It's like, it's like sweet and sour. Um, and I think it goes, like, you can put it on, like, for example, Marge Simpson very famously puts it on uh, the pork chops. It's basically... Oh, a chemical, umami! It's, it's basically, oh, Christ, you're okay. Um, <laughs> it's smoking. basically, it's like... <laughs> It's like a chem- it's a chemical, so it's, it's not good for you. That's why they joke about it. And they and basically, I think they do like a lot of over here. For example, Chinese restaurants use it in sauces and stuff. Is it stupid that I'd, I've never heard of it before? No, stupid is a stupid eats. <laughs> and speaking of addicts, should we go to the moon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Let's see if we can get this in sync today. All right. To 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 to, to, to the moon. moon. To, to the, the moon, moon. To, to the, the moon, moon. Come on and take me away. To, 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 to the, the moon. moon. Moon, reveal yourself. Where is he? Ah. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is a new kind of look. We're getting a lot of variety. So we're going for like a lumberjack purple. And that is lockdown hair. That is lockdown hair all the way. Need it cut. Oh, I think the hair looks good. <laughs> oh, thanks. It looks a bit like a, a Lego man. Was that what you were going for? <laughs> yeah, it's like... Lego man hair and uh, checkered sort of green. <laughs> yeah, imagine very, going very into the lump- barbers and just taking a piece of Lego. Like, this is what I want, please. <laughs> <laughs> I I always thought they should do that um, at Legoland. You should you should be able to get those hat like have them as hats, but they don't do them. But they, <laughs> oh they yeah, that'd be brilliant. That'd be I've amazing. I've never been to Legoland. Can we all go one day? I'd love that. Oh yeah. Yes. Let's do a- is it quite creepy to go without a child? I hope so. 
<laughs> I aim to be creepy. Um, so, Moon, I would wear that shirt. It's blue, it's white, it's purple, it's checkered. It's, we're getting tartan. You're in Scotland. We've got a bit of a beard. We've got a bit of Lego hair. We're getting kind of a... Shall we say to, 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 to the moon? <laughs> to the moon. To the moon. To the moon. <laughs> Come on and take me away. To, to, take to, me away to the moon. To the moon. <laughs> Uh, my f- one of my friends really likes when I sing this in a Scottish accent. When you're alone and life is getting you down and you can always go. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's actually from The Simpsons as well, so we're referencing that a lot. Groundskeeper Willie oh, sang it. We ha- and we haven't mentioned um, Slavery Brother yet today either. Until now. Oh, well, no. That was the longest we've got. Anyway, we love it, Moon. It's great. Uh, so well done, Moon. I give you a 8 out of 10 this week. Ah, thank you. Just like the show, a solid five. Is there anything (laughs) under the waist, or are we naked and then just a shirt? Just shorts. Oh my god, it's a family show. Oh my god, are the nude shorts? The Fred Perry nude shorts, yeah. And an action man groove of a genital. I like a nude short, but you don't don't want to have an accident then, though, do you? Gotta be comfy. (laughs) I've just got a little fun fact quickly. Oh, Ooh. yes. So, you know, in, um, in the challenge, they were using the, the sewing machines. Yeah. The company they use was called a Singer, and um, my granddad worked on the original designs of them. Oh, oh my God. In Scotland, in uh, Clyde Bank. We've got, a, we've got a Singer one at home. Have you? A Singer sewing machine. They're really, they're really good, yeah. Yeah, they were like the best ones. Oh, well, Moon, maybe can you use your family connections and we might be able to get an exclusive interview with one of the sewing machines next week. <laughs> we'll see what we can do, yeah. We'll let, otherwise, we can interview Sam's sewing machine. They're quite nice, but just a bit pointy. <laughs> your tone is very pointed. They've got quite a sharp personality, i found. <laughs> and cute as a pin. Um, <laughs> right, sh- let's take a break and we'll be back in a second. All right. Bye, all. Bye. United Queendom. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. We're back, 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 again. Baby back, baby back, baby back, ribs. Oh, ribs and it's the backyard barbecue. How appropriate. Baby back, baby back, baby back, ribs. And it's Elimination Day, and I love an elimination. That's why lots of fibre. So we have... (laughs) That's an illumination. (laughs) Shay um, says that Juju's dress is conspiring against her. (gasps) I love that. That's one of my favourite things about Drag Race, is just the playful shade. Not when it gets too serious, but just, like, bouncing it back and forth. Yeah, exactly. A bit of, you know, a bit of tete-a-tete. A bit of one-on-one. Yeah. It's just like a... It's like... That is our version of sport, isn't it? Just throwing around insults. It's a bitchy game of tennis. Yeah. (laughs) And um, Cracker asks everyone how they're voting, and Juju says, with my heart. (laughs) And then then says in the VT that she doesn't exactly know what that means, which I thought was quite funny. I think it's just playing your clothes... uh, paying your clothes, <laughs> paying your cards close to your chest, as in like I could go. I anyway. always pay my clothes straight to my chest. I have to say, <laughs> usually clothes unless, on your unless, chest unless, when I see you. <laughs> unless it's, unless it's like an open shirt scenario, in which case no. Yeah, sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. She like that. That is obviously just. I think I actually think that means she's gonna vote with her heart, as in like honesty, as opposed to tactically. Oh, the four H's, as India said. How quotable. Yeah, um, but I start exactly. to feel... Like I live this... by that. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. I start <laughs> to feel as if Alexis was in danger at this point in the episode and I was getting, like, a sinking feeling. Oh, uh, well, I was thinking she's in danger, but also because she was right as well, saying that she has to win this challenge. Has to, has to, has to be amazing, otherwise it's over. Well, that's why... I, I, this is the episode... I mean, I know I'm being bitter, but... Why I start to hate this twist that everyone's in the bottom unless you win because I just don't think it's very fair. I liked it at the beginning for a gag. Maybe they should have done it for a one-off week. But mm. I just think it's ruined the competition a little bit. Well, once again, it means that a front runner can go home without necessarily being the worst person. Although I, I thought Alexis was the worst this week. Sorry. Well, and it seems to me like a lot of these queens like Manila before Latrice and now Alexis, are being brought back from old seasons because they're guaranteed good television, but they're not mm. being treated as serious contenders for the crown. Juju might, may Ooh. very well break that as a if, if she does win, which I don't think she will. But um, I just feel like they're almost being used 
and it's just pissing me off. Yeah, because they know they're good. But the thing is, they know they're good TV. But also, um, I've, I've, I didn't love Juju B as half as much as I do now after this season. I liked, I've liked her more. But even then, I still feel like Juju might be getting treated as a catcher character where she's good confessional, she gets to the finale, but then ultimately they they choose to crown someone else over her. So I feel like... She... Well, I think ultimately she isn't good enough to be crowned and I think she knows that because she doesn't put in the effort. Well... She's a personality, funny comedy queen. But she hasn't actually really done badly in any week so far. She's done really well this season. I know what you mean, that she's... There's something not quite as elevated about Juju. She never takes it to that next level. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's not the next... The, you have to be that next level. Like, I mean, even, even Shay's outfit, when she won... And she had the rose petals from coming from a hat and it was all carry and it was all this and that. I mean, like, Gigi has never done anything like that. No, that's true. You've got to go full on crazy hell for leather, something thinking outside the box, etc. Whereas Gigi B's, she's very safe and she plays it like that. Yeah, she's very uh, casual wear. And actually yeah. for RuPaul, this is quite a casual look. I mean, she's got a yellow dress, but it's, it's nowhere near the, the gag level of last week's big white Wow, last week's was amazing. But um, I like it again, but I think <clears throat> I thought it actually what we had said. They look like, again, like a sort of a new designer. Because they're, they're all quite out there, the outfits this, this, this season. They're not signature. They are, yeah, she's pushing the boundaries, but I don't know if she's mm. pushing them in the right direction. I don't know. They, they look like they are made for couture as opposed to made for her. Yeah. And then we get a guest judge this week is BB Rexa. Now, she, she's done it before, hasn't she? I don't think so. Has she? I think she, she I really thought she had. To has. me, she's in the group of pop girls that are very interchangeable, which are Halsey, Anne-Marie, Dua Lipa and Mabel. Like, I literally cannot pick any of these bitches apart. And I can only tell Jess Glynn because she's in a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's such a good story. Um, I think that... Uh, who else are you putting that? There was that, another, another girl on this season who was on it. I can't remember her name now. Oh. She had brown hair. Oh, was it Madison Beer? Well, yes, she I genuinely yes. had never heard of. Like, all these girls, I know who they are, but they all have very similar voices. Like, And you don't, I'm sorry, but you don't get confused between Dua and BB Rexo. No, actually, Dua probably doesn't belong in that group because this year, that album, I think, has gone to the next level of, like, I think everyone knows... Exactly. Everyone knows her music distinctly now, probably. But all the rest, are, they all have good songs, but I just don't know which one's which. And they're, they don't seem to have yeah. iconic looks to go with all the, vide- all the videos and stuff. I'm not going to sit down and, you know, go through Bibi Rex's back cat of an afternoon. Who can be bothered? But no, that does not sound like a fun afternoon. And what also doesn't look like a fun afternoon is Rue's family on stage because they all look awkward, like they've just been <laughs> planted there. With no... Well, no, but they're not even in the audience. They're just sort of like up on stage for all to show. It's like, have you ever been to a, um, like, uh, interactive theatre? Yeah. And you see, and like, and sometimes, you, you know, you see like an older couple that have been plonked actually on the stage. They're in the audience, but they're also going to be messed around with and they just look so completely awkward. That's what Don't know like. what to do with their hands. They're sitting on them like, oh, they're just grinning and bearing it so they can get nice Christmas presents from Rue this year. <laughs> but if you notice, there's even some members of the pit crew in the family. It's like they had to fill out the numbers. Like, <laughs> how many family members has Rue got left? So oh, we'll just pop the pit crew in there as well. I don't think they, maybe they didn't want to be on it. <laughs> They might, some of them might be ashamed of their of their auntie Rue. Some of them are like, you've got a lot of nerve inviting us after all these years. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to the comedy characters. Uh, so they all have to do like a, a hillbilly... Co- is hillbilly offensive term? Um, no, I don't think it is. No. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know, so... Well, I think it's it's American anyway. It means like redneck, doesn't it? I think it's Americana redneck. Because I think you can say redneck. It's it's offensive, but if you only if you say you're a you're a fucking redneck to someone's face. I learnt once where the term redneck comes from, but I've now forgotten. Well, it comes from comes from it comes from sunburn. It's from working outside and sunburn. Yes, that's it. Burning your neck. Because yeah, if you're. Like that, you're more likely to be working outside, like building and stuff. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Yes. Yes. It's not really that that difficult to remember it. Building. <laughs> I'm learning all this stuff. <laughs> um, so Cracker comes out and she gives. I, that was my favourite line of all the comedy characters that I keep referencing. You've got a lot of nerves showing your face around here. So I think. Yeah, that was. Funny. She did well, but also Juju's was funny as Ping Amber. Um, yeah, that was funny. The big hat. Did you think the hat was meant to be like that floppy? <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I do think it was meant for that floppy, but I think maybe it was being worn slightly incorrectly. I'm not sure. Yeah, something went I loved wrong. Them. I loved it because it kept going over, going over his face, <laughs> which wasn't the best. You just called her his. But, um, so that's I, just, I, I found this. I found this whole thing 
odd because it was like a voiceover, right? Yeah. But, like, whereas the whereas they do a voice, whereas the queens do a voiceover during um, the runway, and you go, "I'm serving you big hat realness." Do you know what I mean? Like, nobody's hearing that other than us, right? Yeah. Oh, I think. So in this one, when they talk, uh, when they when they do when they talk, does, was everybody hearing that? I think so, and it's just because of Juju's moment where she lip synced to the word to her name Amber made me think they were playing it out loud as they walked on the runway. Yes, yes. Which I, in which case, why was Judy B the only one that lip-synced any of it? Because it would have been, I think it would have been better if they just lip-synced the whole thing. I think it's quite hard to, it's very hard to lip-sync to spoken word. So when it's to music, there's a lot more of a structure to follow, but I think they would not be able to lip-sync word, spoken word in the time given. So I think it'd be too big a challenge mm, for them. Maybe. But um, I maybe. liked Juju's line, sorry I'm late, I didn't want to come. I'm going to be using that <laughs> yeah, one in the future. <laughs> and especially things BB Rexa says, oh, that's just me. So you mean, you don't want to be here too, then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't know why you are here. We'll, we'll keep that page out then. What name one BB Rexa song? Educate me. She has done a really good song with. Um, she's definitely one of these singers that does a lot of songs with people. I think she's done one with Clean Bandit. That I really loved. Yeah, and she's done one with Clean Bandit. I think she does. Think she's. I think she sings. Oh no, that's Demi Lovato. I think um, BB Rexa sings the chorus on the Nicki Minaj song "Hey Mama." I like the dirty rhythm you play. Like that one. Is that her? <laughs> I've never heard that song. Um, have you not? I you have. She's, no, I have. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. It was, it was flawless. It's I like think Nikki's um, in the room. And then she left. Um, I think it's just that, yeah, she's, she's done a lot of songs that... Um, it's one of those artists like, you, you don't know how many songs you know. Yes, that, that is true. Whenever I go to a concert of someone I only mildly like, I, I end up knowing all the songs. So Yeah, and you're like, how do I even know these? It's just, it's just because they don't necessarily stick in your mind. I think it was just, I mean, I don't want to be like, in our day, but when I was younger, just listening to <laughs> pop stars you liked, for me, was very tied to music videos. So you liked Britney, you mm. watched Baby One More Time, mm. you knew the schoolgirl outfit. Whereas now yeah. I don't think that people make their identity as much about, like, a visual... Like the whole Madonna, Michael Jackson. She, she's quite. She's BB Rexha is quite visual. She 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 does a lot on her Instagram of uh, being without makeup. Oh, that's a good point. Actually, I bet a lot of them are channeling their visual stuff onto social media rather than maybe into the mm, music exactly. videos. Um, yeah. And I did actually like a look on the panel. I should say that um, she what she turned a look, which I appreciate when they put the effort in. She did turn a look. Yeah, she, she did. Um, and Blair tried to turn a look into a hillbilly Darlene. Did you like this mm. comedy character? Not really. I liked the look. I, <laughs> I thought it was... Just for... It just, I don't think it worked for Blair, basically. Have you seen the film Sam Crybaby? I have, with Johnny Depp. Yes. It, I watched it recently because it's only just come onto Netflix. It's a John Waters film that followed Hairspray, which was his biggest hit, and stars a young Johnny yeah. Depp. It's quite and good. It's, it, uh, this is the vibe I was getting from Blair's look of that kind of... Oh, right, you know I mean? yeah. So like a bad boy. Yeah, like a bad, rough, redneck type. So I, th- I thought she <laughs> yeah. executed the look well, but I didn't think her voiceover was funny. That's what I mean. I thought her voiceover was a bit stupid. And <laughs> I mean, the look, she should have done, I think she could have done more of a sort of like proper, proper rednecky sort of slut sort of thing. And I don't think she was doing that really. Yeah. Um, Shay does a reference, which is a really good thing to do on All Stars, is to reference your original season. So she comes out with R.I.P. Grandria, which is a character she played on 90210. I mean, the character's not yeah. actually that iconic, so she's kind of grasping at straws to get this reference in. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. I had no idea what she was talking about. No. <laughs> but she's already in The Roses, so I think she's running out of ideas. Um, yeah, she's there. That's, all she, that's all she's got. <laughs> she, she does come out with a bag of, as Americans call them, chips. We would call them crisps. And she says, she done already had her chips, which, again, quite fast it didn't really <laughs> yeah if it's if it's too forced it isn't funny she did okay but yeah I thought she it was a bit laboured and it was better than Alexis yeah Alexis I mean it's t- it's a tough one she, she, I thought she looked awful but I, I thought that was also the point but it, it looked like maybe it wasn't mm. intentionally awful I don't know yeah I think again I think the same as Blair I think they could have pushed it further yeah and Alexis is so always funny as Michelle later says like it's hard to to imagine how she managed to not be funny in the voiceover because she's funny even without meaning to be. So it's like, how did you mess that yeah, up? Exactly. Um, but then we get to the good bit, which is the high fashion ones, because that's what we really want. Uh, yeah. So first step was Miss Cracker doing like a badminton inspired look. Did you live? 
Um, yes, I did really like it, but I'm I was I was more distracted by the fact that it wasn't that the wig that she used for her Lady Gaga. Oh, interesting. I just I just thought it was. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with her recycling, but you know, she did. Um, the fact that she'd made that dress was brilliant. I don't know if I like the look of no boobs. I was exactly going to say that. I didn't like because when she turned to the side, you could just see her manchest. It just looks weird. And I don't mind a manchest and doing gender fuck, but as long as it's an intentional piece. Whereas actually, I just think actually with that dress, a little breast. I would have liked to see some breast. Not something I say often, but... A little Robin Redbreast wouldn't have gone amiss there. But but it was a striking look. It was well put together, well executed. Mm. Yeah. I liked it. My favourite of the week, surprisingly, because I really didn't think Juju would do well in this challenge, but I loved this watermelon dress. I thought it was so oh my cute. God, it's so nice, isn't it? So summery. So you could, like... You know, you could get away with it in normal life, I think. Well, not you or I, but if you were like, you know... <laughs> if you were like going on a holiday, if you were going on a cruise, that's such a good cruise dress. I would love to cruise in that. <laughs> I don't know what I'd pick up. <laughs> Probably gonorrhea. But... Phil. <laughs> but for me, I am a bit biased because watermelons are one of my favourite visual things in the world. Like, I just love this, a sliced watermelon. Yeah, me too. Just they, make, looks, they make you really happy. It just is beautiful. The red, the green, it's striking, bold colours that just make your mouth water. And I just think she captured that beautifully. This, I love that the wig she chose for it. I didn't notice yeah. the later on... So what they, Carson is there, to, he always notices the little details. Because I'm not a very fashion-forward person. Shocking, I know. I don't really notice little things <laughs> like hems and unfinished... Thing. And shoes. Yeah. Oh, the shoe. And I don't notice that. So to me, it was just a great <laughs> look. And I thought maybe Juju was going to win, actually. I thought she was going to win because it was because her her person was funny. Her backyard yeah. person was funny. And Amber. that was just a, that was just a beautiful outfit. I thought simple. And <laughs> I on the other end of the spectrum, I didn't like what Blair did. I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> did you say ridiculous? Yeah. <laughs> and I agree. And I agree. I agree with the judges comments. It just looked. Oh, just a, just a bit of shit. I think he... I get, I, get what, I get what she's talking... I get what she's trying to do. So she's trying to do, like, quite, quite modern couture because there are sort of outfits like that out there on the runway, you know. Yeah. 20, spring 2020 or whatever, whatever. But, like, you can't just put that together with some crappy old bits and bobs. It ends up just looking a bit slapdash. I always... Um, and also, yeah, all the outfits used in this challenge screamed the items that were made from the challenge. Apart from this one, I thought it didn't really relate to the barbecue. I wasn't getting yeah. anything featured. And also, oh, no, I always all. think when you're a queen like Blair St. Clair and you're skinny and you have a pretty face, I always take the outfit and think, what if you put it on a bigger queen, would it look good? This outfit would look horrendous on a bigger queen. Oh my God, it would. Like She's just lucky that it hangs off her like a runny nose. Well, a lot of the times they take advantage of that. Like, I mean, people yeah. like Aquaria, who uh, she doesn't rely on it she is good with fashion but sometimes they think oh, i'm skinny i can just wear anything and i i find it annoying and i also am th- completely shocked that blair did what i thought was the unachievable which is she's a drag queen with greasy looking hair how do you find a wig <laughs> that looks greasy it's not even real fucking hair well, because they were because she it was an outfit from earlier on in the shirt earlier in the in the season, and she's got it where she's got it proper slicked back. I think it's the same wig, but she's tried to make it look damp, and it just looks rank. Oh, so she did. She entered this season in a wet hair look. Do you think it's the same wig, but it's just yes, not wet anymore? It's the same wig. Yeah, oh, it was the same well wig. Spotted. But it, I, but, it, I, but, it, but I think it was. I think it was just more tousled to make it look like it was more beachy, I suppose. But in fact, it just made it look a bit shoddy. It looked like something about Mary, like someone's jizzed in her hair. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, which could be appropriate for the for the party. Really. Well, and Rue was doing that walkthrough for quite a while. Who knows what else happened? What else was edited out? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I might be controversial in this next bit, but I, I have to admit, I hated Shay's look. Oh, she was going for veil, but I was getting vile. I just thought it did not go together at all. I was getting, I was getting veil. I was getting veal, which for the barbecue. <laughs> um, I, no, I just. What was the point in it? What was the point in making it a weddingy one? Well, some people have speculated that she made the outfit, realized it was not great, and thought a veil would kind of cover it up a little bit. Um, I just, I just think it, mm. considering Shay is so good at this stuff and she won the ball with an amazing outfit on season nine, I don't know, I don't know what, what went wrong. She dropped she the ball. Too busy help, she, was too, she was too busy helping other people. I think it reminds me of when Asia did this on season 10. She helped everyone and then landed in the bottom. <laughs> I, I see what Shay was going for, but it just, it didn't work for me. 
It's because it's because it's because she spent the whole time in the workroom making Jujubee's dress. She spent the whole time telling Jujubee to believe in herself and channel your energy, <laughs> and then forgot to make an outfit. And then at the last minute, it was like, "Shit, where's the veil? <laughs> Pass me something. Throw something together." Um, I loved the way Alexis. So Alexis came out, and my jaw dropped. I thought it was an amazing dress. I loved it. I loved the way she incorporated the cups into it. I thought it was a statement. That, I mean, that was that was spectacular. That, the only problem was, I mean, it was, I mean. I was watching it with with the boy and he was just like, oh, because the workmanship in it is stunning. Yeah. I mean, obviously. And like, and to manage to sew a kiddie's paddling pool into a dress in itself is amazing. But I get the point what she was trying to do. But that that should have been right on the bottom, like a um, like a sort of a bell bottom thing. But because it was a bit up. It just it just rolled around and looked wonky and a bit exactly. shit. Exactly. That was what ruined it for me. When she At first, I was like, this is amazing. She might win. And then as she walked, I was like, oh, it's not practical. And the thing is, the top half of it was so cool that I don't even think it needed mm. the bottom bit. So if she just left it a, yeah. a nice gown, maybe she would have won this challenge and not gone home. So it's a real shame. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, she, I don't think she'd have won the challenge because she wasn't funny in the, in the last one. You're bit. right. Yeah, I don't think she would have because of that reason. But I think... Had they not had this twist, I think she probably would have been safe just based on the dress. You're, it sounds to me like you're making a lot of excuses for Alexis. I love Alexis. <laughs> I'm so good. She's you're gone. Like, you're like the India twist. It was unfair about the dress. She made a mistake. Oh, Liz. <laughs> Look, she's gone. Sam Dula, you've been like this with Juju as well. Sam Dula. <laughs> We're calling Sam Sam Dula now as a tribute to the show. 20,000 Samdoulas. <laughs> God, that is my worst that's not nightmare. enough. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the screeching? And that's just from one. Um, so Cracker gets a rave review from the judges, but she admits that Shay helped her and was a cheerleader and yeah. maybe should have focused more on her own outfit. And um, mm-hmm. there was a bit of a moment that some people have criticised online. I want, want to know what you think of this, Sam. BB Rexa says to Blair, I love your makeup. I'd love you to do my makeup. Which seems like quite an innocent compliment, but a lot of people find it quite patronising. Patronising, as in like, as in like, oh, I'll let you be my makeup artist. Do you, do you think it's? But do you think people are these days no, trying too hard I'd, to find offence? Yes, I think it's trying too hard to find offence. I think it's because I looked at that made me look at BB Rex's makeup, and I thought actually they are quite similar, and I think Blair could do a good job of them. I think whenever you work in a profession, you end up. Ha- hearing a lot of the same things over and over again, it gets quite annoying. Like, Sam, you're, you're a journalist mm. as, I, as I am, and you'll have had this thing where you tell someone you're a journalist and they go, oh, I hope you're not going to write anything about me. And you're like... Oh, my gosh. And you're like, well, no, because you're not famous and you're fucking boring, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> I, do, you know, do you know what I usually say to that? I said, I said what, would I write, what would I write about you for? <laughs> or I say, or I say, or I say, or I say, do you, I say, do you have any stories that you think would be worthy? You're not going to write about me and my friends. It's like, no, I'm not going to write about you and your friends. Yeah, four fat slags out on the town <laughs> failed to pull. <laughs> oh, my God. But then we probably do it to other people as well. Like, I bet if I, on a night out, meet a hairdresser, I'm like, oh, you could cut my hair. And it's just, it's a knee-jerk reaction. You don't really mean it. It's just almost like a, well... Well, I don't think, no, you, I don't think, oh, yeah, you can cut my hair. But I do think, like, a friend of, a friend of mine is a, a doctor and she says that if she's ever at a house party and they and, they, and she reveals that she's a doctor, they go, oh... Do you mind having a feel of this lump I've got on my leg? Or like, you know, they always... Turns they always out to be and... their dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got a really big lump in my trousers and I'd like you to rub it, please. Just three minutes should do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I have been guilty of doing that with doctors, I must admit. I did it at a wedding last year in Florida. <laughs> I got my lump out. So you do it with doctors and hairdressers and you're still complaining about people saying to journalists. <laughs> well, I don't complain about it. I just think I'm sympathising that whatever your industry is, you, you're probably going to get someone saying yeah. something annoying to you. And for drag queens, yeah. it's, oh, yeah. you could do my makeup. Oh, right, yeah. You could turn me into a woman. That's something <laughs> when I used to do drag just for fun, people, women always say to you, oh my God, your legs are better than mine. Like, people say oh, it all God, yeah, always. the time, and I'm like, <laughs> always, yeah, yeah, facts are facts, America, but I don't need to... <laughs> we know. Um, not these days, though. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, and my arms, babes. Oh, you're a stay. No, yeah, don't just say my legs. Please reference everything that's Everything, better. all of me. I'm more beautiful than you, completely. <laughs> um, Shay starts getting a bit pageanty again. She says the reason she helped people is because, as queer people, we all act as family, and if one of us looks good, we all look good. Yeah, I mean, she is... She she is going for that crown. Well, I don't think what she said is true because she doesn't look good in this moment. 
in that outfit. <laughs> but yeah, she's she's actually almost Miss Worldish. Like, I, I want yeah. an end to poverty <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, Jesus Christ! It's like nobody nobody asked for your big woke speech. <laughs> um, whereas Alexis gets shady critiques. They don't like. They pretty much pick her apart. And at this point, my heart is sinking. I'm like, Alexis, please don't be going. Um, But Miss Cracker wins the challenge. Do you agree with that? No, like you, I thought DGB should win. But do you think maybe she didn't win because of the the hem thing? Because it wasn't... Oh, maybe. But because I thought... And the hat thing, maybe, because the hat was um, a little bit misshapen. I also wonder if maybe Juju shot herself in the foot with her... You know, she didn't do the lip sync very well early in the season against Monet. So if you win, obviously, they want it to be a good lip sync. Maybe she's like, they don't trust her to deliver oh one. Oh, that is interesting. Conspiracy. Yeah, but I think, um, I, don't, I don't know, I, I thought she, she was a better all-round performer this week than Cracker. I agree, but I don't think there was much in it. I think it was between Cracker and Juju. Mm. And I even, yeah. if Alexis' comedy character hadn't been as bad, I would have even maybe said her. But Cracker wins a trip to England, uh, which England. she won't be taking that anytime a... soon. I know, friends friend of mine actually, did I tell you this already? They went, they went to go and see her in um, at the Palladium, I think. Oh, they went to or were meant to? They went, no, they went before, um, it was before COVID or anything like that. And they said uh, it was awful. <laughs> well, I have, I, I keep bringing up these stories, but I did offer to write from Cracker. Because, you know, I write for a lot of the queens from the show. Oh, yeah. She's the only one who's ever emailed me back and said, I would never use anything that wasn't written by myself. And I'm like, fair play, oh, I really? respect that. But I mean, if you're going to say that, make sure your shit is funny. Because like... <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you say that back to her? I haven't, because I haven't, I haven't been to her show. But if I go and it's bad, yeah, I'll give her another angina email. Um, well, apparently she, she does... <laughs> no, <laughs> she does a load of... Um, she does loads of feminist stuff, apparently. Oh, uh, yeah, I think like, the show's drag called show. I'm a Woman yeah. or something. Yeah, is this a drag show or is it like, you know, half an hour with Jermaine Greer? See, I would have got a lot more cock jokes in if she'd hired me, but that ship has sailed. Yeah, exactly. Um, so in the workroom... Uh, Cracker straight away sets the tone. She's like, I'm not going to pull any stunts. I think the bottom is Alexis and Blair, and she's not even going to consider sending home Shay. Or... He doesn't even consider... This is the weird thing that I thought is, like, that then, as soon as that is said, then the rest of the people in there also think that. What do you mean? So it's like, so it's like suddenly GGB and Shay are safe, and no one's going to pick them. Yeah, they relax straight away. Because they've all decided as a group that they're, that they're not the bottom. Yeah, I quite like that Cracker did that, though. She's like, I'm not going to keep everyone anxious like this is how I've played the game this is how I'm doing it it's yeah. like how Trinity did it yeah. in All Stars 4 and yeah. it's good to have the wild cards but it's good to have some queens who are actually about the good competition and keeping that exactly. meaning something which is what I prefer to personally yeah I agree um, but Blair completely now she's been placed <laughs> in the actual bottom by Cracker she suddenly is gagged as if she did amazingly like why am I in the bottom why is she throwing me into the bus <laughs> I thought Blair came across a bit cunty She's nothing if not a bottom, I have to say. <laughs> but uh, also, do you think she comes across as a bit cunty? Yeah, I think she does. Well, too. and she's she plays a bit of a sly game with Cracker because they've basically not been getting on this season from what we've seen. And yet in the deliberation, mm. she's like, I do value your friendship, which implies if you vote me off, there will be no friendship anymore. There will be. A, I did value your friendship. And then Blair's saying in confessional, I think Cracker might vote me off because she sees me as competition. Competition? You've not won anything all season. <laughs> You're wearing yeah. a fucking cloth. And greasy hair. <laughs> Are you really going to be anyone's competition, bitch? I think I think Blair has hit her peak. I think she'll be out next week. But I think oh, um, definitely I think saying, that she's, saying that she's up there with those. The, I mean, the other three are heads and shoulders better than her. And it reminds me of season nine, actually, when Alexis Michelle said to Sasha Vlo, "I think." you think of me as competition and Sasha Velour just sat on the chair and pissed herself laughing because it was just like come on how much (laughs) it's good to be confident but you can't be delusional Blair do you really think that Cracker sees you as her biggest competition she's won twice and you've won nothing and really should be going home Exactly. <laughs> but she thinks Alexis is the weakest, giving a shady glance across the w- workroom, which, fair play, she has to <laughs> fight for herself, and we don't want them giving up. But it's just very emotional not for after, me. Not after there's been two people give up already. This I season. think it was I don't three. Else giving up. Oh, no, yeah, it was M- Mariah, Mayhem. Mayhem. Mayhem and Mariah. Oh, and Angina. Yeah. Yeah, God, they've been dropping like flies. All right. Uh, so uh, Cracker goes to choose the lipstick and she actually pretends to take Shay's. Did you fall for this one? No. Like, like, they make such a meal of this scene. Like, you know, oh, <laughs> up and down. Who want to do, what to do? And then straight to the camera. 
Close up on the hand. I'll just get on with it. <laughs> well, after Naomi, there's always a little thing in the back of you, Naomi Smalls sending her Manila. There's always a thing in the back of your mind where you're like, would they do it? But I think Cracker's so anxious, Ugh. I just don't think she would have the, the cojones to do it, really. No, she wouldn't. And and she would she would hate the backlash that she'd get. She, she doesn't have the strength to deal she with She may it. not have the nerve, but she did have the nerve to wear this hideous lip sync outfit, which I was like, oh my God, what was that? Why, why, why would you pad to make yourself look like a pear. She just looked like some, like, cross-dressing prostitute. It just... Yeah. It did, <laughs> she looked like a padded pear. It looked ridiculous. I reckon, because, you know, they obviously changed into these lip sync outfits, and I think maybe Kraken never anticipated winning a second challenge. So she had that amazing one when she won the first lip sync, at uh, the first challenge, and then lip synced against Morgan. And this was like a backup, <laughs> yeah. I think, and there's a reason it was no, a backup. No, I think, I think she had that one, because she mentions it and says that she's wearing Lycra because she's going to be... um. She's going to be dancing and doing lots of acrobatics. Yeah, and maybe she didn't know what song it was going to be because this isn't actually, obviously, a fast-paced song. And then, no. when you're not looking your best, the last thing you want is for Roxy Andrews to come out, who is gorgeous. <laughs> um, I gagged when she came out because I, she's just... I think she's absolutely incredible, Roxy Andrews. Well, the look compared to Cracker was ridiculous. She's just breathtaking, drag excellence, and... As soon as she came out, I knew there was no way in hell that Cracker would beat her, even if Roxy just stood there doing nothing, which she pretty much did. Well, she, she, I was going to say she pretty much did, and then and then just pulled then just pulled a um, pulled a bit of a trick with with some props, and that was. Oh, it. I loved that reveal, though I must admit, and her ass looked amazing. I, and <laughs> I know, but you don't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't win a lip sync just because you've already come with your own name prepared, slapped on your ace, on your ass, <laughs> on your ace. <laughs> On your ace. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I don't know, I just liked the way, I think there's a lot to be said for stage presence. And I love the fact Roxy mm. didn't do a lot, but just because she's put so much effort into her look, her mug, her hair, her outfit. I'm just like, mm. sometimes you just want to give people the opportunity to just bask in your beauty. And I think I loved that kind of energy to the whole thing. And I don't think this is a good lip sync song. Yeah, and she thought, I thought that was quite funny. She just, she just sort of stood there and danced a little bit regally while Cracker was spinning and jumping like a little, like a little chihuahua trying to get attention. <laughs> Cracker looked a damn hot mess. Let's just call a spade yes, a spade. Um, so obviously Roxy wins, which is not something we got to say a lot in All Stars 2, so it feels a bit surreal and she pulls a <laughs> lipstick and I thought it would have been a complete gag if she pulled her own name because it was a bit of a throwback reference to the fact no one ever sent her own on All Stars 2 yes but instead obviously the name is oh I was hoping that Roxy would say Blair but no it's Alexis my pick for no. the crown oh. no because it was because it was down to the other four queens was it yeah so they would all, all, because of the India thing, I think they can just use it as an excuse. But why did they spare Bear? Spare Bear? Spare Blair? Like, she's not going to... Spare Bear wear? <laughs> just because you don't care about Spare Bear wear doesn't mean I don't care. Yeah? <laughs> it's all about hair. <laughs> a greasy hair. Yeah. <laughs> Blair sent greasy hair. Because Have we had a stroke? Have we had a mutual stroke? <laughs> it's a double whammy. I'll call the ambulance. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, do. Um, but for me, I just think the series, the reason it's been enjoyable, because I really am enjoying it, has mainly been because of Alexis. So I'm really gutted. It's made me hate the twist. And I just think, I've got nothing against Blair, but I just think she's brought nothing really memorable, apart from the reading challenge, which was episode one. So she's already mm. peaked, and I just think now we get to watch her next week, presumably bomb this stand-up challenge and go home. For what? Yeah. No, because I think Alexis would have been good at the stand-up challenge. However, I do I, I do rate Blair more than you do. I think she's come out with some amazing looks and some real some real good beauty and so, and she's and she's funnier and sassier and more grown up than she was the last time she was on. So I think I think there's more. Yeah, but there's still not a lot. There's still more to come from her. I think, and I think Alexis Alexis has had her day. Well, but sorry. <laughs> I guess I love the way Alexis says, "Let me walk out of here in style," and then slowly. I mean, she kind of had to walk slowly because she got a pull around her legs, but like she just shimmies up and then goes, I still look sickening, no? And I just love that. <laughs> and, her, and her exit interview is all, I thought it was a bit weird, actually. Why? I wanted, I wanted to be voted off. This is, this is how it has to be or something. I'm going on to bigger and better things. <laughs> um, she's actually um, tweeted a performance of her lip syncing after she was eliminated and she starts crying during it to Demi Lovato's 
um, tell me you love me and it's really sweet. I love Alexis. Mm, mm, um, so nice. I'm very excited for next week because Jane, how do you say her name? Jane Krakowski. Jane Krakowski. I'm a massive fan. Oh my God, I can't she's say her name. But she, so am she I. Is a bit... Oh my God, I love her so much. What's her name again? <laughs> <laughs> she is genuinely one of my favourite celebrities in the world, even though I can't say her name. Me too. I love 30 Rock. I loved Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. She's so fucking talented. And I, I never... And don't forget about... Um, don't forget about... Oh, Ali oh, McBeal. I've forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget about... Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that was really funny. We're such, we're, you, we're such big fans, you can't say her name and I can't remember what shows to be done. God. I can't wait to see her name. I used week. to love Ali McBeal. That was such yeah, a fucking too. good show in its day. I don't know if it's held up well because yeah. I haven't rewatched it as an adult, but oh, I, used to, oh, I used to love Robert Downey Jr. He was yeah, so Yeah, it was Lucy Liu and Portia de Rossi. Before Ellen got her grubby mitts on her. And even Dame Edna was in it. <laughs> her filthy claws. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for Jane. I think it's going to be really good. But what would you, Sam, predict it, who is going to win and who's going to go? I want to predict that that Juju wins because she's cause she's funny and she could do stand up. I don't know though. Juju is always naturally funny, but when she's told to be funny, she tends not to oh. deliver in in past experience. Mm. But then this season, she has been on another level. So I don't know. Mm. And I, and I think maybe oh, I think maybe Cracker will do well if she if she if, if she doesn't overforce it. I think Cracker might bomb actually. I think. Oh, I hope well, so. so there'll only be one winner. I, I reckon. I've got a feeling Shay might bomb as well. I think. Yeah, maybe you're right. Juju will win, and then Juju has to choose who's going to go, and Juju chooses Blair. That's what I predict is happening. Oh, well, what if we're sitting here next week and that's happened? You're clairvoyant. You're blessing clairvoyant. You didn't see that coming. <laughs> that was my Walter Mercado impression. And then apparently next week's episode is going to feature a lot of Shea Coulee burping, because that was like half the preview. I don't know why they featured that <laughs> so heavily. Can't wait. If I want to hear burping, I'll listen to these, this very podcast, because that's all I do on it. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. So, another great episode. and Well, bittersweet episode for me because Alexis is gone. And yeah. yes, thank you, guys. I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm t- I'm taking it back. I'm going to say six, not five. So we're both on six. Yeah. Good. We're six. Bit of a... Sixes. I was referencing Six the Musical. Oh, I haven't seen it. It didn't really work. Oh, you'd love it, Sam. You would absolutely <laughs> love it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for the tip. Right, and we will see <laughs> all of you guys tomorrow where we'll be reviewing Drag Race Canada episode two. So much Drag Race. So much Drag Race and not enough time. <laughs> so we'll see you there. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.